James, 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 James. What? James. We need to change the name of this podcast. No, Kristen. What are you talking about? I think we need to rename our show When Megan Met Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. You saw the plates on Etsy? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously, that's what I'm referring to, those commemorative China plates that yeah. have Megan and Harry, supposedly, but it's actually a picture of Ed Sheeran, and Megan does not look pleased on the <laughs> <laughs> No, she doesn't. Wrong ginger. It really annoys me as a ginger that people just assume we're all, like, get confused all the time. and You're think, all the same. No, we're well, not. Is there a difference between you guys? You're all the same, right? <laughs> it could literally be my face on that plate, Kristen. It should oh be my, my face. I would buy that plate. I would have a whole <laughs> dinner collection, like formal wear, like all the saucers and the teacups, everything. I would love that. I am Let's going make to that make happen. that for you. <laughs> that will be your present when you come to London for the royal wedding. Oh I'm gonna God. I'm gonna get that plate made for you. I am so excited. <laughs> we should introduce ourselves. I'm James Barr, yes. a ginger, royal loving Harry fan in the UK. And I'm Kristen Meinzer, a lifelong royals enthusiast right here in the USA. And you're, and listening, you're listening to, to when Megan met <laughs> <laughs> you were going to do it too, weren't you? <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you're listening to When Megan Met Ed. Met Ed. A, a royal, royal wedding, wedding cast. In each episode, we examine the latest news about the wedding, do a deep dive, and today's is very exciting, about a pressing issue about the royal couple, and finally give our predictions for what we think will happen at the wedding, and I can't wait for our bingo board. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so great. So shall we get to this week's headlines, James? Yes, let's messy bun and get this episode done. Oh, I'm just going to do that every week. Yes. I'm just going to do that every week. Snap, I love snap, it. snap. First up, one of our predictions has already come true. It looks like Donald Trump will not be at the royal wedding. The sitting U.S. president was not offered an invite to the festivities. The BBC says that they made the decision not to have a, quote, official list of political leaders. Plus, the church just wasn't big enough, and Harry is likely not going to ever be king. So the combination of him being a future king and needing to invite these people, and the church only sits a few hundred people, it seats less than a thousand. So Right. I mean, yeah, of course. I'm struggling to not make any kind of <laughs> comment here. <laughs> but sadly, this also means there's some sad news to impart. The BBC has the biggest buzzkill saying that this has been confirmed. Barack and Michelle also will not be attending the wedding. <sighs> and so I mean, obviously, we're still holding out hope. Maybe they're not part of the official list because they're not sitting in the White House at this point. Right. Or, they're so fabulous that maybe they'll be able to just sneak it. I don't know. We, we still want them to be there. Maybe they will be hiding out somewhere on the lawns of Windsor Castle wearing a disguise. Oh, my gosh. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with them, like, dressed as Camilla and Charles or something. <laughs> be so good. We have heard about loads of other people who've been invited to the wedding, though. Kristen and I have had a peek at the invitations, and we're very jealous, but very excited. A few of the people that are lucky enough to be attending include an 11-year-old girl who lost her younger brother to cancer, a primary school teacher from Blythe, a 12-year-old girl who survived the Manchester attack at the Ariana Grande concert. And someone actually contacted us. One of our listeners has told us that her director at her company, a charity in D.C., is also invited to the wedding. The organization received a Diane Award and provides support for families who've lost a loved one in the armed forces. We don't know, though, if listener Elena, who contacted us, will also be going as a plus one. Ooh, Elena, we hope you go there and take lots of pictures. Just do photo bombs left and right. We want you photobombing everything. <laughs> Please do it for us. We are just so excited that Megan and Harry have invited these inspiring, wonderful people. It will be 
such a beautiful wedding. Oh, but Victoria Beckham's also confirmed she and David are going to be invited. Oh, I'm so excited for that. You know what? That almost makes up for Michelle and Barack not being there. Not quite, but... No, it doesn't. (laughs) Makes it a little bit better, maybe? I don't know. If the other three Spice Girls aren't there with them, then it's just, it's not okay. (laughs) Okay, next up, there were rumors swirling that Megan was visiting her home state, California, over the Easter weekend to visit with her mom in LA. And it now seems that she's back in the USA. As we've learned, Megan is visiting Chicago, where her alma mater, Northwestern University, is located. The Chicago Tribune reports that Megan got a police escort to her hotel from the airport. I wonder what hotel that was. Not that we want to stalk. Um, <laughs> yes, People do. Magazine reports that she was visiting the Windy City to finalize her application for a UK visa. That's pretty important, I suppose. Mm-hmm. That is pretty needed. Northwestern were unaware of any official plans for a visit, and her favorite bar during her college years is apparently now closed down. We've done some creeping. But maybe she'll <laughs> take pictures with the bean? Oh, the bean! Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I hope that she also goes shopping on the Magnificent Mile. And, oh, my gosh, one of my very favorite things is this architecture boat tour in Chicago Ooh. where you just drink cocktails and then an architecture specialist points out all the buildings around you. It is fantastic. Oh, that sounds Megan, so good. Megan, I'm sure you've already done that a few times, but do it again on this last visit. Oh, my God. Please also bring me back some deep dish pizza. Oh, yes. Megan, Such bring it pizza. back, babe. Hook so, brother up. so good. Very exciting for you guys, though, that she's back on U.S. soil. Oh, we love her. You know what, Megan? You just need to come to Brooklyn next. Come to Brooklyn. We love you here, too. Can you feel Megan's presence right now? Like she's breathing the same air as you? Oh, my gosh. I am about to start singing from a musical, but it's going to... You don't want to hear me Which sing. musical? You don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> Which musical? Who's going to be from Miss Saigon? We might breathe the same air tonight. And my finally, we have news of the next public <laughs> appearance. <laughs> We've got news of the next public appearance from Meghan and Harry. Woo! Yay! 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 So we'll Meghan be will be back in the UK attending the Commonwealth Youth Forum on Wednesday the 18th of April, maybe when you're listening to this, and a Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting women's empowerment reception at the Royal Aeronautical Society on Thursday the 19th. This is a big deal. The Daily Mail notes that this is unusual for someone who hasn't even married into the family yet to attend such a high-profile event. The Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting happens every two years, and this year it will take place in London. In other big Commonwealth news, Vanity Fair notes that Prince Harry was also made youth ambassador to the Commonwealth for the Queen's Commonwealth Trust. The Queen is the patron. Harry delivered a speech as his first presidential duty at the Queen's birthday concert celebration this weekend that made it clear Meghan would also be taking part in this big role. And can I just read what this says because it is such a sweet shout out to her. It's just so beautiful. He said, I am incredibly grateful that the woman I am about to marry, Megan, will be joining me in this work of which she too is hugely excited to take part. I have shivers. Me too. So beautiful. Crushing so so hard right now. The Telegraph reports that he told a room of Commonwealth youth representatives that he would strive to listen to their concerns and ideas. It's also a really important position. As the Telegraph noted, 60% of the population of the Commonwealth's 53 nations is younger than 30. That is a lot of people to represent. Harry then joked that he'll have to keep up with them. I I cannot wait to see what slang Harry is going to be dropping into his interviews (laughs) or if he starts up like a clandestine Snapchat account. Okay. All right, guys. That is it for this week's headlines. And now it's time to welcome back Jamie Cuccinelli, Associate News Director for Brides Magazine. She's here for our weekly style corner to help us figure out all things wedding style, fashion, etiquette, accessories, entertaining, decor, and more. 
Welcome back, Jamie. Thank you for coming back, Jamie. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, Jamie, we have another listener letter for you this week, a very important one that we've been wanting to discuss. This one comes from listener Liz. Yes, so Liz says, I thought it might be helpful for American listeners if you could go over some of the differences between American and British wedding traditions and which ones you think might be present at this wedding. Here are some bullet points of things that were confusing to Americans watching Will's and Kate's wedding. I'm really enjoying this email as a British person. Pippa in white. (laughs) American bridesmaids would never wear white. No wedding party at Will's and Kate's wedding. American weddings have the whole lineup of bridesmaids and groomsmen. They seem to be absent at William and Kate's wedding. Kate holding a very small bouquet of understated flowers. American brides hold a larger, more colourful bridal bouquet. And finally, Will looking away from Kate as she entered the cathedral. American grooms watch the bride enter. I didn't know that. That feels really creepy to me. Jamie, I can't wait to know what you think. Liz says, would love to hear your predictions about differences between Will and Harry's weddings and some explanations to Americans about British wedding traditions. Well, in general, British brides don't typically have a whole slew of bridesmaids um, with them at the altar. They typically only have two to four. And that's really due to British brides tend to pay for the bridesmaids dresses. Which oh, good. Good I on know. them. I think we should adopt this tradition. We should. As someone who's been a bridesmaid over 20 times, I have spent thousands of dollars it's on ugly ex- dresses. It's expensive. Yes. So that's why, you know, British brides don't typically have this whole, you know, army of bridesmaids with them. But um, with royal weddings, we typically don't see adult bridesmaids at all. It's a very, you know, rare thing. You usually have a bunch of children be your bridesmaids. So we're more likely to see Princess Charlotte and Prince George in this wedding party than we are to see like Serena Williams or someone. As much as we want her to be there. I know. We have been talking about this from the get-go. We would love oh, Serena please, to be there. Serena. I would love for Serena oh, to be there. Can you imagine her? Oh, So Liz mentions the white dresses that bridesmaids often wear in royal weddings or Mm -hmm. British weddings. Let's talk about that. Right. So now we see some American brides kind of adopting that trend. And we see, you know, some more American bridesmaids in white dresses. But typically that's totally a British thing. It stems from this kind of weird tradition of brides and bridesmaids matching to kind of confuse evil spirits that may want to target the bride. And who knows if, you know, modern British brides even realize that that's where the tradition comes (laughs) from. But I mean, we see it in most royal weddings. Wow, that's so interesting. I never realized that at all. What about the question of this bouquet? So Kate's bouquet, which was a little bit understated. Right. Is that a British versus American thing? Is that a royalty versus non-royalty thing? Or is that just what the trend was that year when she got married? Typically, we see royal brides with smaller wired bouquets like the one Kate had. Most brides since Princess Grace of Monaco really have stuck to that trend. And if you remember, she carried this like very small, understated like bundle of lilies. Only a few royal brides have really deviated from that. And mostly in the 70s and 80s, you know, cough, 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 Princess Diana. (laughs) Princess Di, her dress, her bouquet, her everything was so huge. Yeah, well, everything was big back then. Everything was so huge. So we're more likely to see a small, understated bouquet that's like not going to upstage anything. And usually in white, wedding dress, bridesmaid's dress, bouquet, all in white. The queen likes her monochromatic, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Always looks very polished, Mm -hmm. very polished. 
And so let's get to that question from Liz about Will's looking away from Kate as she entered the cathedral, because apparently American grooms watch the bride enter. And I'm really, I'm so shocked about that, Jamie. I didn't realize that you watch the bride enter if you're in America. Oh, yeah, you stare her down. What? I mean, it's so, it is creepy. <laughs> no, Hold you, on, you think that's creepy? A dude? little. I think it's creepy that you're looking I away. I think it's weird if you have your Why? back to the bride. <laughs> really? No. Don't I, you want to see her? I get, I mean, I guess so, but you're seeing her when she gets to you, right? <laughs> yeah, but then you, you miss the full effect, really. I, I mean, I kind of, now that you've said it, I feel like it is weird that we have our backs facing the back of the room and then don't turn until the bride arrives at the altar. But that is really strange that, that, that we do that. Do, why do we do that? It's kind of just taking that whole seeing the bride before the wedding is bad luck thing to the extreme. Right, it's taking that extra. It also kind of has like a weird history with arranged weddings and you don't want to see the bride's face until... You hit the altar until yeah. after you agree to this. Until you Sign agree to this, you, you line. can't run away anymore. <laughs> it kind of it does. You know what? Like we need to change it because it feels a bit Blair Witch Project in a way, doesn't it? Like, it, <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> so that needs to change. I'll drop a note into Kensington Palace on my way home tonight. Please yeah. do. And. I just got to say again, why would you not want to watch your bride? Okay, I know. Yeah, I mean, especially if your bride is Megan. Oh my god. Yeah, oh you want to watch her walking down the aisle. I want to watch you. her do anything. She's just so beautiful. I, I could watch her boil water. I would totally watch that. I would watch her, you know, pay her taxes. Yep. I would watch her do anything. I would totally watch that. I want to watch her roast the chicken. Thank you. I know you do. You just cannot get over that chicken, James. Uh, Jamie, are there any other things that we should take away as far as the difference between British versus American or royal versus not royal weddings that aren't already covered here in this letter from Liz? We also want to see a kiss at this wedding ceremony. Hold on. Do they ever kiss? Now I'm trying to remember if I ever seen them kiss. I've watched a few of these. uh, Modern British weddings will, you know, now close the ceremony with a kiss. But the Church of England doesn't really allow it in sacred places like Westminster Abbey, where, you know, Will and Kate got married. Even their officiant at their wedding, the very Reverend John Hall, said, we don't do that in the Church of England. That's sort of a Hollywood thing, which I think is a very funny quote. Oh, my gosh. That's also... No offense here, James, but it seems so proper. Yeah, I mean, I think the first kiss normally in a royal wedding situation happens on the balcony of Buckingham Palace, which I guess right. we won't get this time. As we the won't get that in central London. Hopefully, we get a kiss on like the steps of St George. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, that would be amazing. Plus, you know, when they do their little parade afterward, I want them driving around just kissing each other the yeah, whole time. Full PDAs. Yeah, going through the streets of Windsor, <laughs> just kissing full on and snogging. waving. Just totally, oh, yes, snogging. Lots I'm going to lift my ban on PDAs for the day. It should be a national holiday of PDAing. Yes, I agree with that. Everyone should be kissing and everyone should be happy because it's the most important day in all our lives. Preach. Jamie, as always, your expertise is just beyond. Thank you so much for joining us again for the Style Corner. Jamie Cuccinelli is Associate News Director for Brides Magazine. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thanks, Thank Jamie. Thank you. We've got to take a quick break, but we're back with this week's Deep Dive featuring Tan France from Queer Eye. Welcome back, and it's time for our deep dive. This week, we're joined by the one and only Tan France. You've seen him on Queer Eye. 
Oh my god, I'm dying. Can you believe it's actually <laughs> <Yeah>. happening? <laughs> so um, exciting. And I like that you say the one and only because I really do think I'm the one and only Tan Brands out there. I definitely you think so. are. I've never heard of another one. I've never heard of another one. No, I've never heard of another one. Uh-uh. Um, you're the founder of uh, a number of fashion lines, and you're here today yes. to, to discuss a very important and stylish day, the wedding of Meghan and Harry. Yeah. And we just, we have so much we want to talk about with you. Yeah. Oh, great. But we thought a really good way to launch into all of this would be with a letter from one of our listeners, Jean. Love. So Jean wrote in with one of the best subject lines of all time. What about Charles is the subject line. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what about about Charles. What about Charles? So Jean writes, I know that Charles and Camilla aren't the sexiest members of the royal family. They're definitely not. They're not. But Charles is Harry's father. I just want to say, Camilla has good hats, right? You, we can all agree. She has decent hats, but would you ever describe her as sexy? Um, no. <laughs> no. 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 Nobody's no. ever accused her of that. No. Uh-huh. No. And and that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Not everybody has to be sexy. Mm-mm. All right. Okay. So Jean's letter says, I know that Charles and Camilla aren't the sexiest members of the royal family, <laughs> but Charles is Harry's father. Any news on their participation in the wedding? What will they wear? Yeah. I'm hoping that Camilla will tone it down sometimes she goes for wild colors it's not her day to shine it's megan's so i'm no i must admit i'm not her biggest fan either i'm team diana all the way so yeah i hope she goes for something muted whereas charles it's his son's day i want him to step it up he usually looks a little bit blah like do you ever remember what charles wears no prince charles sorry respect no (laughs) he uh he normally goes for like a gray or a brown or a tan and i think maybe it'd be nice if he had some kind of print i'm not saying crazy print like just a plaid or a tweed or something with yeah yeah just something a little more uh, with a lot more character now that does sound Ooh. sexy if charles was actually on queer eye what would you guys what would all of the all of the guys do to help him sort of glow up a bit okay so first of all we would want to bring him into uh 2018 so we'd make sure that he was a little <laughs> more uh, better uh, like more well versed on who we are and what our community represents yeah um, but good. also yeah but also i've never seen him in a pair of jeans. <laughs> oh, I've seen him in a pair of jeans. And Diana used to wear jeans all the time. Yeah. I loved that I've about Di. She and the boys would be out at Disneyland yeah. or just having a fun day out in London. And they could kick it like regular humans, whereas Charles, I've never seen him in regular clothes. Yeah, he could borrow Megan's ripped jeans now that she's not wearing them anymore. That, that would work. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are you throwing shade to Megan? No, God, no, for heaven forbid, I'm not at all. <laughs> no, I genuinely was just thinking about those ripped jeans. I love, actually now love her in ripped jeans, but I, at the time... Yeah. If but you... the royals are making her take her jeans away. Yeah, like, so. they're, they're making her act a little bit more polished and a little Prim less California proper. now. Yeah, which is a shame. I love the fact that she's being invited into the fold. I just kind of wish that they'd let her embrace her yeah. individuality a little more. I mean, I get that it's a royal family and there's certain things that they can and can't do. And I'm not suggesting that she dresses like she's at Coachella. But, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's me. Oh my, God, I thought it was me. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that me? I'm so sorry. That's interviews one-on-one, guys. I've been on this press store for two months and clearly that's a lesson I never learned. <laughs> Don't worry, at all. Um, Don't worry. This is what you get when Megan? you get one phony? of the Fab Five. Um, <laughs> it's one. It's one of my queer eye boys. We we call we call each other constantly. Oh my god, answer it. Trying to call. 
No. Oh my gosh! No. No, which one? Say is hi there? from us. He hates. It's always. It's if ever you need to ask that, it, just know it's always Jonathan. Jonathan calls me seventy-five times a day, and that's <laughs> probably not an exaggeration. Um, and I keep doing this where I'll invite him into an interview via the phone. He's like, "No, I'm not prepared." Um, so yeah, so I uh, I don't like that they're taking away her individuality. I kind of wish that they would let her keep some of her style because she's getting a little dowdy. She's starting to look a little matronly, and I don't love that. Yeah, are you afraid she's going to start looking like Kate? No offense to Kate, but Kate doesn't dress in a very inventive way. No, she doesn't. And again, I know that they have certain restrictions, and I'm sure the Queen has a lot to say about what they wear. But if they are to relate to millennials, I think it would be wise to, to dress with a little more style than they do right now. Because Megan was super stylish. I don't know if you've seen her on the red carpet before. She actually looks great ordinarily. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm She's sure this is stunning. Hard for her. And, and she takes a lot of risks, or I she should does. say she used to take a lot of yeah. risks. Remember yeah. her first official really, really, really black tie event where she chose to wear that tuxedo? I didn't, I didn't see Megan this. wore a tuxedo and stilettos. We thought she was going to wear a ball gown. I mean, uh, James and I were in yeah. shock when we yeah. saw the tuxedo yeah. that she wore. She that. looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. I, I do like that she has um, spunk to her like nobody else has ever had in the royal family. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to watch. And what about Bobby? What do you think Bobby could do to Kensington Palace or Buckingham Palace? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some work to be done. He would like to make it more casual and positive because it's real stuffy. And I once took a tour through. I'm kind of obsessed with the royal family and I have been since I was a child. And oh, you should tell us about that. You got to meet Princess Hi. <gasps> I a, did. Tell us. Like, this is mind blowing. Uh, yeah, when you and I, I were did. on the phone the other day and talking about this and you said yeah. that you met Princess Di as yeah. a child, I almost cried. Yeah, right. <laughs> so cute? tell us about that. So Okay, so first thing I will say is you being in England, you'll know that there are a lot of people who are really negative about the royal family, yeah. which I think is really sad. I, I love them. Too. I've always loved them. And when I was a little boy, I think I, I can't have been older than five. She was opening a, a um, like a rec center. It's, we call it the Dome in Doncaster. So it was a place where they had ice skating and a pool. And it was it was a beautiful, beautiful center that had never we'd never had anything like it before in our town. And so she was there to open it. And I asked my mom if I could go because I was obsessed. And she said yes. And so um, I was one of the first ones in line. Like you, there, there was a crowd. And I was at the front because I was a tiny little boy. I was, I was such a short kid. And so they put me right at the front. And she stopped. And she said hi. She walked down the line to say hi to people. And she stopped. And she cr- did her royal crouch down, oh which God. was her legs together. Yes. And she had a skirt on. Yeah. Oh, my and, gosh. Um, and yeah, I, I th- I, my mom doesn't remember what I told her, but it was probably something along the lines of I love you and I want to be you when, I, when I'm older um, <laughs> you basically are you basically are you fulfilled that dream yeah right I'm the queen of hearts in the UK now aren't I yes <laughs> when are you opening the local swimming baths oh my gosh soon I'll take over with, from the royals so yeah I remember very distinctly describing her to my mom as um, the giant princess um, with the yellow hair and uh, and I mentioned on, on the phone to my mom a while back that you guys had asked for me to do this and she said oh my gosh don't forget to tell them that you used to call her the giant princess because she was so I don't remember how tall she was she I don't was know about if any of you know. six feet tall in real life without her heels on and, and she, she was usually wearing wore heels. heels yeah, yeah she was wearing heels I just I can all I 
remember from, from that day was that she was massive. So yeah, it was a really beautiful memory. And then uh, a few years later, the Queen's car drove through Doncaster and I remember my small town and I remember wanting to go and uh, be one of those people that lined the streets and waved. And so I did. Like, even though I knew I wasn't actually going to get to meet her, I just wanted to wave to her. I, I was always fascinated by the royal family. Oh my gosh, you should be invited yeah, to the wedding. are you coming to I, the royal wedding? Uh, gosh, I, oh my gosh, will could you, you imagine? Will you be in Windsor? I would love to. Can we sit? Who do we need to speak to? to We're going to be in Windsor. James and I are going to be in Windsor. Get out of town. What are if you you're going to be there, meet up with us. Yeah. Oh my gosh, wait, what are you doing there? We're, just, we're wearing fascinators. We're going to be on BBC News. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing it all. Are you really? Yeah. Okay, what I will say is that I was also in London when uh, William and Kate got married. And I was in, I don't know what the term is, when you're stood in front of in front of Buckingham Palace when they were about to do their the, the balcony um, wave. The, the, the balcony kiss with the flyover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was in the crowd oh with my, my husband. I was there yeah. too. Oh my gosh. That's you, so you cool. were? Yeah, like, um, that's and amazing. And they twice. Not yeah, once, but twice. Did. Yeah, they did. And we weren't meant to be in England, but I wanted to go home for that. It was oh. such an important moment for me. And so my husband came with me. Yeah, and it was beautiful. And when they kissed, we kissed. Oh. Um, yeah, it was a really important moment. Oh my God, moment. I've got goosebumps. Yeah, right. And when I say that I was obsessed with the royal family, that just shows how much so. Like, I flew all the way from Salt Lake and it's not easy to get to London from Salt Lake. Let me tell you that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Please That's come incredible. back. Please come for this wedding. Yeah. yeah. How does it feel to you as someone that loved the giant princess so much, as we all do, to see her yeah. son getting married to an American? Oh, do we call her American? I thought she was Canadian. Oh, no, she's American. She lived in Canada for a number of years while shooting suits. And oh. she calls Toronto her second home. But America, we like to claim her. Uh, well, I hear that the Americans were claiming her, but I truly thought that she was Canadian because one of my, Anthony claims her as her, his own. And he's Canadian, so right. I'm going to correct him on that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, I actually, I love the fact that he's finally getting married. I have been interested in who he might settle down with for a while. I thought it was going to be Chelsea. I'm kind of glad it's not. Oh, um, so glad it's not. I don't think that would have lasted. No, me either. And I don't think she was right for the royal family. So yeah, I'm really glad that he's found somebody that seems to be working well with him. I think she's going to be a great ambassador uh, for the US. And actually, uh, uh, there's some really horrible things that get said about her on uh, online. Um, I'm sure you've seen all of those things. And I kind of hate that. Yeah, we don't allow any negativity into our podcast at all. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I really hate that. I actually, people just say that she's, she's a commoner and it doesn't make sense that she's, and she's an American and she, she has no place in the royal family I actually think that she does I love that she's adding also colour to the royal yes, family same. this is the first time we've seen somebody of colour in that royal family about bloody time mm. yes um, yes, so yes, yeah. yes yes so honestly I, I'm so proud of Harry that he's made such a a bold choice that can't have been easy could you imagine having that conversation with the queen saying not only am I marrying an American she's been on TV she's of colour like you she's know she's divorced that, yeah. she's older than him yeah you know that wasn't an easy conversation yeah. to have and there was probably a lot of pushback so um, I love that he was strong enough to fight for what he wanted um, and I honestly think she's going to be a great addition to the royal family me too alright so we have to get to style here you, oh, sure. you are the the king of style. Thanks. I like that title. And, and we've talked a little bit about Charles and his look and Camilla and her look. Yeah. But we need to talk about the people of the hour yeah. here. We need to talk about what would you want Harry to wear during the wedding and during the reception. One thing that I'm really curious about is Harry is legendary for dancing like crazy at weddings yeah. to the point of knocking over furniture at multiple receptions we've heard. I love so that. So what would you want him to wear? And one thing that you really specialize in on Queer Eye is making sure that people wear clothes that 
are them that they can be comfortable in that yeah. make them look very polished and stylish, but they yeah. can also be themselves in those clothes. Yeah. So what would you do for Harry? Honestly, I, I really like Harry's style. I don't know if you've seen him off duty. He actually dresses really well. I don't think he's going to have a concern with this. I think that he's also going to push to wear something more stylish than his brother did. So I'd want to see him in tails, but I'd want to see him not in black. I'd want to see him not in grey. I would. I don't want to see him in something super boring. I would love him to go for a navy. Redheaded boys in navy, I think, are some of the hottest things on the planet. Like, I love... Yeah, wear that (laughs) navy. Wear that navy. I think it's a beautiful um, colour on their skin tone and with their hair. So I'm hoping he'll go for a navy. But I do want him to keep it super classic. I want him to look back in 30 years time and think I looked regal I looked appropriate Mm. so if he's going to add something that's fun maybe make it within his bow tie or his sock I don't think you have to have a pop of excitement on your wedding day I think it's a time to be classic and appropriate Mm. especially on the platform that they have so um, so yeah I want him to keep it somewhat simple and traditional but I just want him to go for a navy I pray that he doesn't go for for a black it's not going to look good on him but what about the evening reception? Because that makes sense for the daytime reception mm-hmm. and the wedding. But the evening okay. reception is when I'm picturing him knocking over chairs so, and, and getting crazy. Listen, the only thing I would want him to do at that point, keep on the, the outfit, but just take off that jacket. If you've got a great fitting shirt underneath and a great fitting pair of pants, you can rock till the early hours of the morning. Yeah. So just make sure everything's very well proportioned. And that's something that the, the royal family don't usually do so well. That suit that um, William wore was ill-fitting. And mm. they have a lot of money. They couldn't have hired a tailor. <laughs> to make it better fitting like those sleeves were too long so so my issue is if the suit fits great great but when you're about to go to that party take off that jacket just make sure that the undershirt the shirt is actually fitting well as well so get it all tailored but um, I wouldn't want him to wear other, anything other than his crisp white shirt and a pair of pants mm. keep it simple it gets hot on that dance floor I would love to see him in and out of both of those things yes <laughs> yes I'm sure you would as we all but would but we won't get to see um, that <laughs> no, we will not. Um, but yeah, why not? I mean, he's on the dance floor. Just unbutton a couple of buttons. Yeah. And oh, yeah. All of the buttons. Shirt. Yeah, yeah, all the buttons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got the body for it, too. Yeah. And then can we talk about Megan's outfit? Yeah, please. Yes. I think we wanted to save that for last, of course, because, okay. you know, she is going to be what everyone's eyes are Every, going to be on. Yeah. Her, Honestly, know? as much as people are interested in Harry, I don't think anybody's going to be watching his outfit that day. I think they're going to be like, okay, you wore a, a suit. Well done. Um, you put clothes on today. But as far as Megan's concerned, I don't want her to do something crazy. And I know people keep saying, do you want her to do something wild? Do you want her to do something out there? No. You're going to be a princess, whatever your title may end up being. You are going to be a princess and I want you to represent our country in a more traditional way. I would like her to go for something classic. I would like her to go for something ivory. Um, People have said, should she wear a pop of colour? No, of course she shouldn't. (laughs) This is her wedding. And I don't want her to look back in five years' time and think, I wore a jewel tone just because it was fashionable. Don't go for fashion. People are going to look back on this day in hundreds of years. And I want for them to look back and think, gosh, she represented beautifully. So if she was something similar to Kate, I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't. Including the sleeves. Would you want her to do I don't that? think she needs to wear sleeves. I don't think so either. I no. would really love it if she didn't wear sleeves. I, I, like yes. a cap sleeve is more what I'm thinking of. Yes. I definitely wouldn't want to f- see 
her whole shoulder exposed because I don't think that's appropriate for the princess or a new princess. So I do think that she does need coverage up here, even if it's in some kind of bateau. Oh my god, great! I am. I can't breathe right now. <laughs> so so <laughs> you're giving me such chills. It's so insane. Please keep going. Oh, well, please keep going. Right. I just had to let that out. So it was like burning up inside <laughs> me. I was literally like, I need to breathe. <laughs> so maybe yeah she could do some kind of bateau neck with a I think you Americans call it a boat neck mm-hmm. um, so she could do some kind of boat neck yes maybe a cap maybe th- the slight sexy could be in her back not going all the way down like <laughs> some cool dresses are right now but she could sh- have a back moment where it goes down halfway I don't think it should be sexy I really don't I don't think it should be overtly sexy this isn't the moment for that mm. I do want a really long train. Like a ridiculously really? long train. <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be fun. Like a train where you just think, come on, love, let's pull it together. Uh, you remember Diana's? Like it was oh, it was so ridiculous. Yeah, she needed top. a whole football team to yeah. carry that. It was, I kind of yeah. want Megan to do the same thing. Mm. I want that to be the statement. Why not? She's a she's gonna be a princess. Like, if that's not the time to wear a ridiculously long train, when is like it who else could do that? Yeah, you're so right. It would be great. And I thought Kate's dress was gorgeous gorgeous but i wanted that train to be longer like it was a little bit more subdued it was yeah it was but she seems more subdued in her personality and her characters yeah so we're thinking low-key with a bit of a back moment and a train for days that sounds good to me train for days (laughs) i like when she stood at that altar i want that train to be hitting the door to leave (laughs) like that's how ridiculously long i want that all the way up to Um, doncaster that's how long the train yeah exactly (laughs) exactly exactly we can all share in that all right i have to ask kind of an emotional question here Uh oh to end this on this hasn't been emotional enough (laughs) (laughs) you guys fab five queer eye guys yeah you are about empowering people and helping them to live their best lives yes. and giving advice that really just everybody at home watching, we all just sob and you guys yeah. all say, I believe in you. You can do this. You, you're yeah. you you and I believe in you. Yeah. What kind of message would you give to Megan and Harry as they embark on this new life that the whole world is watching right now mm. and Megan kind of has to transform herself into something different to be in this new role in some ways. She and does. And what advice would you give them as they're moving along into this next phase of their life that would give them the same feeling of empowerment that you give to all of the people that you help? I've been married for, well, I've been in my relationship for 10 years um, and I like to believe it's incredibly successful. We are incredibly happy. And so I would give them the advice that I give to anybody. I wouldn't, I'm not going to focus on the fact that they are royals. They are still people. And the only advice I would give to anybody getting married is speak to each other about literally everything. If you're having concerns, if you're having doubts, talk about those things. If you let them fester, you're going to be miserable. And make an effort for each other. It's something I mentioned on the show and I'm not trying to pump the show when I say this. It, it, it truly has made me a better partner. Whenever I'm thinking I don't want to make an effort that day, I remember that, that effort isn't for me, it's for my partner and it's a sign of respect for them. So if I don't want to go out and meet their friends for dinner, if I don't want to make an effort by doing my hair or getting dressed appropriately or going to the movies with them, I remember that even though I don't want to do that, my partner's asking me to do that or my partner is wanting me to step up for them. It's not about you, it's about making sure that your partner is respected and happy. So I'd say that to both of them is no matter how complacent you feel and you, you feel like this life is a bore and you, you're done with those press appearances you're done with those charity events if your partner's going be there for them 
Oh, mm. I love that. Yeah, step be up. Be there partner. for them. That's be there so for them. Beautiful. You're their support. Oh, I need I need to find someone to test that on, but that was great. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Wow. You definitely have to come to this wedding with us, and then oh we can just gosh. tell them in person your advice. I so wish I could come to this wedding. Oh. I want to see what I can do. It's been incredible like fangirling over Harry and Meghan and Diana and the whole royal family with you. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Oh, you're so welcome. You're amazing. And we love Queer Eye. Everyone loves it. It's such an incredible show. If if you haven't seen it yet, it is making a difference in the world and it's brilliant. Um, It's on Netflix, so you can watch it right there. And uh, if you want to follow Tan, you can follow him on Twitter at Tan France. And of course, watch Queer Eye on Netflix. And you can also follow Queer Eye at Queer Eye. And we're back with this week's wedding prediction. And a reminder to all of you listening, on the wedding day, we'll be releasing a bingo board slash drinking game so you can see all of our predictions come true and drink along with us. And on the day of the wedding, be tipsy and happy and full of love with all of us. I can't so, wait. I'm so it's excited. It's going to be so good. I'm actually getting really emotional. So our good. prediction is... Dun, 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 dun. Kate's new baby will be at the wedding. We should say... Kate and Wills, actually, since That's true. I think it's both their baby. Yeah, it's both, it's both their, their baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, this is a newborn, and a lot of people are thinking, no, you would not bring a newborn to this wedding. But, you, you know, as of the moment that we're taping the show, the baby's not even born yet. Right. But we're saying the baby will be at the wedding. Yeah. Baby Watch has officially begun. Press was allowed to set up outside of the Lindo Hospital Wing starting last week. It might be a bit awkward because the baby will be bumping Harry down in the line of succession slightly, but how cute would it be to see the new baby royal at the wedding? Oh, it's going to be so tiny. It's going to be brand new. And oh my gosh, with its tiny little hands and feet and face. Are you broody, Kristen? Are you broody? Oh my gosh, it's going to be the cutest baby, except for the babies that Meghan and Harry will have, which of course are going to be the cutest babies. Do you think it will cry at the wedding? Well, I think that's the biggest concern, right? Because a newborn, they don't speak English yet, so you can't explain to them, like, hey, here's the thing, if you could just not cry during this part, and they can't really say back, like, (laughs) oh, okay, got it, you're right, I I won't cry during this part, I'll save the crying for later, right? Right. Yeah, I get. I mean, I've seen Family Guy, and that baby seems to talk. So I was, I was, expect, I was <laughs> expecting that <laughs> that to be okay. No, you're right. I kind of think we should um, we should make another prediction that the baby won't cry. I don't feel the. Oh. I feel like the baby will also be swept up in so much Meghan and Harry love that they'll be in awe of everything happening. Whoa, this is taking it to a whole other level. So Kate and Will's baby will be in attendance, not crying, not crying. What? Maybe, well, but it probably will, won't it? <laughs> so, do you know what? Just because we want to drink more, can we add two, three, three bingo board predictions today? <laughs> that it won't cry, that it will cry, but that it will also this be bingo there. board is going to be like <laughs> 20 by 40 squares if we keep going like Yeah, this. it's bigger than a twister mat. I'm so excited about it. We'll just stick to the one prediction. The baby will be at the wedding. It will. It will. Maybe seated <laughs> in the back. And that's it for this week's episode. Yay! When Megan Met Harry is produced by Her Royal Highness Lindsay Cradwell. Thanks also to Baron Ryan Dilly, our producer in London. And as always, thanks to Andy Bowers, Archduke of Panoply. 
Do you have any questions about the royal wedding? Do you have any questions for our style corner or any predictions for our bingo board? Send us an email at whenmeganmetharry at panoply.fm or you can tweet us too. We're at Royal Wedding Pod. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, tell all your friends and leave us a review. Until next time, I'm James Barr. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Bye-bye. Bye. Kisses. Do you know my castmate Jonathan Van Ness? Yeah, mm. of course. He has a podcast also. The Curious. Getting Curious. Getting Curious, Did you yes. know it was number two on the charts? The I did know two? that. I saw that the other day. Killing it. My boy's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Does so he do cool. your hair for you sometimes? Never. I don't let him touch my hair. What? I don't let Why? touch my hair. I'm very particular about my hair. Uh, he wants to do. He wants to make it look slightly different, mm-hmm. uh, and I like the way it is. So um, I'm stubborn. He's stubborn. We'll just we'll just say that.